When passion, perseverance, and performance join forces, success is born. When your lifestyle is cultivated around physical and mental well-being, winning is inevitable. If you're somebody who likes to set goals and crush them too, you've come to the right place. This is putting yourself first. This is motivation. This is the Goal Set Mindset Podcast. episode of the Goal Set Mindset Podcast. I am your host, Julie, and today we are diving into one of my favorite topics of all time. We are talking about sleep. Today we're going to talk about why sleep needs to be at the top of your priority list, what's getting in your way from getting a good night's sleep, and at the end we'll talk about steps that you can take to get better sleep starting right now, starting tonight. One of the reasons why sleep is such an epidemic is because hustle culture is idolized. There's this mindset around success where individuals think that in order to be successful, you have to run yourself into the ground. Now, one of the most valuable things that I have learned on my personal development journey is the importance of sleep and the impact that it has on every single aspect of our lives. Many of us love to have a busy schedule, right? You love waking up in the morning and seeing all of the things on your list for the day and you feel excited to go out there and crush them. And believe me, I think it's great to have high ambitions. In order to do all of the things that you want to do and do them well, you need to have a full charge. But think about when your phone or your computer's battery gets a little bit low. You'll notice that your computer starts to lag. It's not performing at its best because it lost its charge. Now, if you are experiencing sleep deprivation, you're essentially running on a low battery day in and day out. You might feel like you're accomplishing everything that you need to accomplish, but at the end of the day, you feel beat up. So do yourself a favor And give your body the full charge that it needs. So sleep is broken up into two main stages. REM sleep and non-REM sleep. REM sleep is restorative for the mind. Restorative for the brain. Whereas deep sleep is restorative for the body. Now one of the most important purposes of REM sleep, in my opinion, is its involvement in regulating emotions. It's very common for us to have to navigate challenges throughout our day. And I'm not even talking physical challenges, emotional challenges, things that come up that you don't foresee happening. Your brain's ability to process these fluctuating emotions and react in the proper way is dependent upon its readiness. And your brain only experiences readiness to take on these emotions when you get enough REM sleep. There's got to be some kind of emotion in your day that you wish you could handle better. I promise you that by getting enough sleep and by being kinder to your brain and your body, you're going to be able to experience those things better and they won't affect you as much. And in terms of learning, REM sleep is where learning actually takes place. 
When you're taking in information in the moment, that initiates the learning process. You become consciously aware of the task. You're starting to understand some of the cues, some of the processes. But believe it or not, none of that new learning, none of that new information is actually solidified in the moment that you're learning it. It happens during REM sleep. Essentially, your brain goes in and dives into all of that information that you learned in the day and stores it. Just like if you were to go on your computer and organize all of your files and put them in nice folders so you can easily find them, that's exactly how your brain works. Now, diving into deep sleep. Deep sleep is restorative for the body. We all want our body to be able to recover. Whatever your body composition goal may be, Maybe it's to lose fat. Maybe it's to gain some muscle mass. Maybe it's a little bit of both. In order for those things to happen, you need enough deep sleep. It takes a lot of energy. There's a lot of processes that happen in your body for that to occur. And one of the biggest misconceptions around body composition is that all of those processes occur in the moments that you're working out. For example, you're in the gym. You decide that you want to tone up your arms, so you head over to the dumbbells, you grab a pair, and you start doing bicep curls. And you do multiple sets of bicep curls until you feel your muscles burning. And you're thinking to yourself, great, that means that I'm building muscle. In order to gain muscle, you do have to provide a stimulus, and bicep curls are going to do the trick. However, muscle growth is not happening while you are training. While you're training, you're actually breaking down your muscles. The muscle gain happens during recovery, during rest, especially during deep sleep. So all of that being said, you might be kicking your ass in the gym. If you're not getting enough sleep at night, you're not going to experience the gains that you want because your body doesn't get a chance to do what it needs to do in order to make those gains. Maybe you're one of those people who say, I've been working so hard for so many weeks or months or years, and I'm just not seeing progress. I can almost assure you that sleep is playing a part in that puzzle. If you can get your sleep in check and do it consistently, your body composition is going to improve. There's absolutely no doubt about it. Now, deep sleep is also super important for our immune health. Think of your immune system as an army of sorts. But that army doesn't just get built in a day. You need consistent, good, deep sleep in order for your body's immune system to prepare itself to fight off an enemy that might come your way. Think about when you get sick. Anybody who's sick will complain that they feel tired you probably sleep all day. Have you ever thought about why that is? Why do you feel so tired when you're sick? Because it's your body giving you the signal that you need to sleep in order for it to do its job. And listen, I know it's hard to take more time for yourself than you already do. You may not be getting enough sleep because you feel bad 
taking that time for yourself when you can be giving it to work or to your family or to the gym or to some other task that you think might be more important. But I promise you that the most selfless thing that you can do is make sure that your body gets the recharge that it deserves. So you wake up in the morning and are able to give your best effort to all of those things in your life that truly matter to you. And if you're like me and you have a lot of things in your life that you love to do with full effort and intention and passion, you need to have a full cup to be able to pour a little bit into each one of those elements of your life. I know that a lot of you listening to this are probably thinking, Julie, I would love to get eight hours of sleep, but there's just no way that I can do that with my schedule. Getting eight hours of sleep at night is the ultimate goal. But somewhere that you can start right now is improving your sleep quality. So if you're one of those people who truly only has six or six and a half hours to devote to sleep at night, that's okay. I'll take it. But let's make those six hours the best damn six hours of sleep that your body can possibly have. Maybe you are getting seven to eight hours of sleep, but you still find yourself waking up exhausted, craving more, and dragging throughout your day. In either of those scenarios, you likely need to improve your sleep quality, making sure you get into those deeper sleep stages that allow you to wake up feeling energized. These are simple daily habits that you can start incorporating into your day right now to make sure that you are getting the best sleep possible. The best thing that you can do for your sleep, truly, is to not look at your screen before you go to bed for at least 30 minutes. But I want these tips to be as practical as possible, and I know it's not easy to just rip yourself away from your favorite Netflix show. So when you're looking at computers and phones and screens at nighttime, your body is getting mixed signals where it knows that it's nighttime and it knows that you've had a busy day and it's time to go to bed. But the blue light coming in through your eyes is telling your brain that it's actually time to be awake. It's overstimulating. Which then results in you climbing into bed And then you find yourself staring up at the ceiling for 30 minutes wondering, why the hell can't I fall asleep? More than likely, it has something to do with the melatonin production in your brain being suppressed. Because when blue light comes in through your eyes and is processed by your brain, it suppresses the release of a really important neurotransmitter called melatonin. That melatonin neurotransmitter is crucial for creating something called sleep pressure. Sleep pressure is the signal that your body experiences at nighttime to go to bed. When your body doesn't produce enough melatonin, your body wants to be awake. So here's what you can do. Purchase a pair of blue light glasses and wear them a couple hours before you go to bed. You might even like how they look. There's plenty of stylish types nowadays. I personally love my leopard print blue light glasses. I wear them all the time. So buy yourself a pair, wear them before bed, and that's going to allow your body to fall asleep faster and also experience the REM sleep that it needs in order for your brain and your mind to restore itself and be ready to take on your day when you wake up the next morning. My second tip for getting a better night's sleep tonight 
is to try to have some kind of consistency to your sleep schedule. One of the things that we love to do is sleep in on the weekends. Now, while this is good to some extent because you're probably making up for some of the sleep that you lost during the week, it throws off your body's natural circadian rhythm when you're waking up and going to sleep at totally different times from day to day. And when your circadian rhythm isn't in alignment, you're not going to get that deep restorative sleep that you need to perform your best. And listen, I understand that you go out with your friends, you have late nights. That's totally fine and totally acceptable. None of this is about perfection. Consistency is going to be perfection every single time. And a good way to kind of get a feel for how your circadian clock is right now is if you're one of those people who on the weekend wake up at seven o'clock because that's when you wake up during the week. You might say to yourself, oh, this is so annoying. I wish I could just sleep in. Understand that that's actually a really good sign that your body is in tune with its circadian rhythm. And embrace that. If you naturally wake up in the morning with no alarm, that's your body's sign to you that it's time to get up and that it's ready to take on the day. Be kind to your body and give it the rhythm that it craves the rhythm that our body and our brain is naturally designed to follow. Another really easy change that you can make now to start getting better sleep is actually something that you do in the morning. Just like being consistent with sleep-wake times, exposing your brain to sunlight early in the morning is going to keep your circadian rhythm in tune. Now, I'm talking 5 to 10 minutes in your morning, getting outside and just exposing yourself to the light around you. The cool part is, it doesn't even need to be a sunny day. Of course, we love a good sunrise in the morning, but if it's cloudy or if it's overcast, it has the same impact. Get up five minutes earlier than you normally do. And yes, you have five minutes. Brush your teeth, make your coffee, do what you gotta do. But as soon as you can, I want you to find a nice place outside to just be. Maybe for you, it's sitting on your front porch. Maybe it's going for a quick walk around the block. Maybe it's taking your dog out. Wouldn't it be great to be alert and awake during the day when we want to be alert and awake and be tired at night when it's time to go to sleep? Because for a lot of us, we experience the contrary. During the day, we're sluggish and we're drinking coffee all day and we're trying so hard to stay awake to do the things that we need to do. And then when nighttime rolls around and you get in bed, all of a sudden you feel a burst of energy. Unfortunately, most of us are living in this state of sleep deprivation to the point that it just feels normal. Stop feeling sorry for yourself. Stop feeling like you can't do the things that you want to do. You can do anything that you schedule into your day and that you put your mind to. But you need to give yourself the resources to do it. You need to put yourself first. And remember that it's not always going to be perfect. Not every night's sleep is going to be a great night's sleep. But consistency beats perfection every single time. 
If you have something that you're truly passionate about, that you really love, that you really want to do well, if you want to show up for your friends and your family and your coworkers and yourself, you need to prioritize your health and it starts with a good night's sleep. My goal of the week for you this week is to simply become intentional about your sleep. I've given you some basic tools that you can start incorporating now, but I don't want you to dive into too much at once. Grab a pair of blue light glasses. It might be hard to create a perfect sleep schedule right away. So this week, all I want you to do is pay attention to the things that you're doing before you go to bed. Are you wasting time doing things that don't really need to be done in that moment? Be mindful about what time you're getting into bed, what time you're waking up in the morning. And then as you become more aware of it, you'll figure out what's best for you. Get outside in the morning when you wake up. Five minutes, guys. Don't tell me you don't have five minutes because I promise you do. There's a lot of things in life that we don't have control over. But sleep doesn't have to be one of them. Be kind to yourself by putting yourself first and prioritizing your sleep. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the Goal Set Mindset Podcast. I hope you guys are going to go get a great night's sleep tonight with these tips that I gave you. And listen, I promise this is not the end of our conversation on sleep. I can go on forever about it. Please shoot me a message. Let me know how you are going to improve your sleep this week. And we'll be back next week with another episode. 